Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the How to Hunt Turkeys podcast. I'm Paul Campbell. Join me as we dive into the world of turkey hunting. Every episode, we'll explore the minds of the finest turkey hunters around. We'll take a look at the people, the places, the tactics, gear, and the culture that creates the mystique around America's favorite bird. That's right. I said it. America's favorite bird, the wild turkey. Throw on your turkey vest. Grab your box call. Let's talk some turkey. How to Hunt Turkeys podcast is brought to you by Go Wild. Visit timetogowild.com or download the app on iOS or Android. Go Wild has all the gear the wild turkey hunter needs. Camo clothes, hats, vests, turkey calls, decoys, and everything else. Sign up for a free account today and get $10 off your first order. Timetogowild.com. Wicked North Gear, delivering the very best gear for a life well lived in the great outdoors. From field kits and DIY tax derby solutions to hats, hoodies, stickers, and more, visit wickednorthgear.com. Hey Siri, how many days until March 4th, 2024? It's 238 days until then. Well, there you go. You heard her. 238 days until the opening day of turkey season 2024. I, I, I think it's March 4th. It's got to be close somewhere southern ohio uh wow 238 days can't wait for that i mean this is like this is like my like this is like the dead period of the year for me this is the time that that i am as a turkey hunter i miss the spring woods the the the, the echoes of spring are still fresh in my mind uh fall for for fall turkey hunting for deer hunting duck hunting goose hunting whatever you do it's still a little bit away dog days of summer are staring us right in the face but i'm i'm coping so here here in the great state of ohio uh usually right around right around mid-july into july first part of august we do our poult surveys and so a lot of states do this so if you're if you're new to turkey hunting if you're a seasoned turkey hunter try to be better uh you listen to the show google uh Get on your agency website, see if they have Polt survey time. So, so basically what this is, is it's a Polt survey, right? One of my favorite things, you go out to wherever you hunt or a big old piece of public or something, sit along a field edge, walk the edge, try to see some hens, count the Polts. The, the, and, and, and this year in Ohio, because of some of the struggling turkey numbers, uh, the DNR is asking for all turkeys, Toms, Jakes, hens, Polts. All of them, they're asking for count numbers for all of them. So it's something fun. If you want to get your, uh, maybe you have a spouse, uh, a girlfriend, children, a parent, a friend that doesn't hunt, this is a really good way to get them out there. Spray down with some bug spray. Go out and check some poults out. Get in the great outdoors uh, in, in, a, in a turkey finding uh, fashion and just sit there and count uh, count the baby turkeys. So that's a beautiful thing. So I, uh, man, sorry for the delay in episodes it's been a couple of weeks here uh since a how to hunt turkeys podcast has come out 
Uh, I do apologize for that. Turkey season was a whirlwind for me. Work was really busy. Personal life was really busy. All good. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's happy. I hope you are doing well. Uh, shout out to to my buddy, my, my my new friend Drew from Kentucky. We met over uh, over the end of spring and said that he listens to the show. Drew, keep your head up, man. You're gonna you're gonna get one uh, get a turkey on the ground here soon. So this year was this year for for me was was great. So I like to so today's episode. So thanks to thanks to go wild. Thanks to uh, Newcomb Wicked North. Thanks to all those guys uh, for the support of the show. Check out their products. Really great. Tons of stuff uh, for the turkey hunter on all three of those uh, those brands. Check out turkeyseason.com my little project here that sucker's getting a reboot or getting a redesign we got a lot of really cool things coming i've got some awesome shirts that are coming out we're gonna you know i want to help support the wild turkey research that's going on in this country there's a ton of it uh the nwtf just announced the habitat for the hatch we're going to dive into that uh here in a few weeks uh in more detail with people that are actually biologists that are smarter than me i'll ask all hopefully some good questions if you if you want to listen I've uh, I've been doing the NWTF, the National Wild Turkey Federation's Turkey Call All Access podcast. I've been doing some of that uh, work uh, with them, so check out that podcast. I did I just did my first one with with uh, Mark Hatfield, Director of Conservation Services for the NWTF. He's a biologist, really good guy, super smart, understands uh, what it takes uh, from all of us from a from a, a management side to bolster the populations. That was a fantastic interview. You're really going to like that if you're a turkey hunter uh, in this country, especially the southeast. Obviously, there's, there's a big initiative coming up that, that focuses on the southeast. We've seen a really intense decline um, over the last couple of years in those states. So if you're a southeastern United States hunter, uh, you, you you know what I'm talking about. So really good episode. Check that out. A lot of information coming out. Uh, a lot of really smart people laser-focused on – figuring out what's going on with our turkey population and that's that's uh that's a that's a good thing so one of the one of the things that that i that i like to do every year and i've already done this i did this earlier a couple weeks ago in my mind uh it's the way that i kind of put the bow on my turkey season i think about the high points i think about the low points and it's not necessarily shooting and missing or killing a turkey i think about the fun stuff i think about the fun stuff that i did the people that i met and I just really, I try to, I try to reflect on the season that I have. And because listen, man, we're all human. We're all, you know, the end result for every single one of us on this planet is the same. Okay. And we're only afforded so many turkey seasons and in, in a lifetime, we're only afforded so many turkey seasons where we're healthy and we can move and we can do whatever the hell we want in the woods. And I'm in the middle of those, man. So I really want to like, I want to think about them. I want to just capture those memories, memorialize those times uh, in the woods with, with, um, you know, with, with myself and, and, and with my friends and family. And, and so I always do that at the end of the end of the season. Once, once I know that it's done, you know, in my heart, uh, because even if I'm done, but there's still Turkey seasons going on in Vermont, like in my mind, I'm like, eh, I could drive up to Vermont, you know, it's like 18 hours, but I don't. So I was fortunate, you know, you guys heard me talk on the show about, about hunting the state of Florida. It was the earliest that I had, uh, I'd ever hunted turkeys. Uh, cats out of the bag. I'm going to have to do that every year. I freaking love it. Um, hopefully I get, uh, I get the chance to do that, but 
you know, just the great people. My buddy Clyde that I got to see for the first time in years. We would talk on the phone, but man, we got to we got to share a hunt together, share some meals together. Uh, it was just a beautiful time meeting new people. Got to hunt with Mike Pentecost and his son and Philip Vanderpool and Dylan Hayes and all these awesome guys from Woodhaven. Um, it was just a really it was a really cool experience. And and the people that I met this year that I hadn't got to hunt with were so were so neat. Alex Rutledge, I got to meet him. Uh, what a what a great just experience that was for me. But think about the time that you spent by yourself if this was your first year. Just think about those sunrises, man. I know that a lot of a lot of people listen to this probably spent a lot of time in the deer woods, the duck marsh, whatever it may be. And man, that's awesome. But I'm telling you, there's something special. It's something sacred to me about a springtime foggy morning sunrise regardless of what state you're in a special moment so i i really enjoy those so i hope i hope you do too but 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 capture those non-hunting moments in your mind capture them look for them every year that's the that's i mean that's a special part of turkey hunting so 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 just just remember those write them down take pictures whatever you have to do man go back look through your phone look at the pictures look at all the fun stuff i did that just uh just the other day uh, I was scrolling through looking for for pictures and and had just triggered some memories of stuff that just happened you know, four or five months ago that I had already started to started to forget. So the other thing that I do every year is is I review in my mind. There's always a couple of hunts, and I, I know that you're going to be able to you're going to be able to focus on one or two hunts right now while I'm talking. There's always one or two hunts that stick out in my mind that I'm like I should have killed a turkey. No questions asked. I should have killed a turkey. And and I always try to I try to like work backwards from the moment that I knew during that hunt that it, it was done. Like it just wasn't gonna happen. And it's not a miss. That's not what I'm talking about. I try to I try to work back and say, okay, when that turkey walked out of my life or I scared the turkey, you know, which you're always going to scare turkeys. I mean, listen, even the greatest turkey hunters on the face of the planet are scaring turkeys every year. That just, that just that, that it happens. You're never not going to, to, to not scare turkeys. So, so keep that in mind. But, but I always try to review like, okay, what, what could I have done different? Was I too aggressive? Was I not aggressive enough? Um, I'm going to give you a, 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 just a quick story about, the, this is this is one of the hunts that until I kill a turkey in this state and on this property, this big old piece of public, I'm not going to be happy. And it was it, it was the final hunt of the year for me. It was in the state of New York. I was in upstate New York. I was on I was on the um, a medium sized piece of public property. There was just little little spots all over. Take a drink here. Give me a second. There's spots all over. Just small. Uh, parcels of public land and so i'd gone out the night before and i had scouted and and i had seen two gobblers on they're probably three or four hundred yards from me i'd seen them going to the roost and they were on private but they were walking through a field and and i knew that they were going to like they were going to go up this ridge uh up this pasture and, the, and you know turkeys are, they're, they're going to fly in just right off and i'm like they're going to be really close maybe just a couple hundred yards maybe three or four hundred yards away from this this piece of public property and so i i left i didn't want to spook them i i got out of there i went i i, I stopped just to a couple other spots and owl hooted and kicked up a bunch of coyotes with my owl hooter which got me all 
freaked out. So, so I go in the next morning, I work in it. And if you've never hunted New England, and if you're a New England hunter, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. But they have these, like, uh, I think they call them like sheep walls or sheep fences or something like that. Um, and it's just like these rock walls that, that during like the sheep, the wool boom back in like the 1800s, uh, like farmers would, would buy these properties and then they would just build these stone walls out of, uh, like all over their property. It was, they're super cool. But I mean, if you grew up in New York or Massachusetts, you see them all the time. So it means nothing to you, but I thought they were awesome. I couldn't stop looking at them. Uh, they're everywhere. So I'm crawling over these things. And I, I, (laughs) one thing that really caught me off guard, uh, the sun, I looked at my phone when I was out there, the sun comes up a half hour quicker sooner than uh it does in ohio just because of you know the, the it's farther east right makes sense why well, i didn't think about that and so i get out to the woods and now keep in mind this is the like the friday the friday b- before memorial day and so the the season's almost over there new york season ended the tuesday or wednesday of memorial day and so i go i go out to this 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 property upstate new york and i, I get i get in position and I'm I'm hunting, I'm on a I'm on an, I'm on an edge, okay. So I've got I've got a beautiful piece of hardwood, and this is maybe it's it's maybe 150 yards. And on the other side is is the pasture that the turkeys were walking for through the, the, the night before. And I'm kind of I'm kind of about midway from the top of that ridge down. Just kind of paint the picture here: rolling hills, old sheep pastures. What I'm hunting, active sheep pasture behind me. I'm in the hardwoods. It's beautiful, cool morning. Fog, sun's coming up, and I am like riding high that this is going to be a great hunt. And so I get, I have a decoy. I have, a, I have, I have a, a single hen decoy. I set the hen decoy up, and I get the best hiding spot that I can find. And I've got just. Uh, a ton of cover on my right and on my left. I've got really good cover behind me. I've got a really big tree. And then growing around this tree, it's just kind of like some brush and it's all leafed out. And it's just really like perfect. And there's good cover in front of me. So I'm, I'm well hidden. Got my decoy out, maybe 35 yards just off to my left. And I don't hear a single gobble before sunrise, at sunrise. There's nothing. I mean, nothing. I'd done some soft tree calling tree yelps i use the the cluck and per pot from woodhaven there are a couple other companies a couple other custom call makers that make them that is the deadliest call that you can have is a clucking and purring pot from anyone i don't care who who makes it but i'm telling you that woodhaven clucking and purring pot that is the deadliest call that that company makes and that thing is phenomenal if you haven't bought one turkeyseason.com that's a shameless plug buy it wherever i don't care where you get it from that call is insane and so I am that that's the one call that I like I know that I'm as good as anyone else in the country on that call. And I'd had really good luck with it all year. And so I'm just tree open, it's just soft and quiet. I'm working it in. I'm like, man, there's no there's no turkey out here. Like there's nothing. Like maybe those turkeys just hit the ground and I didn't hear there's like a little breeze. And so I, I, I pull out, you know, and this is um sun's already up. This is probably about ten till six. And I pull out my slate call, and I hit it just, just soft, quiet, but a little you know louder than than a tree yelp. I am a turkey. I am I am out of the tree. I'm on the ground. Boom, gobble, 50, 60 yards directly to my left, right where those turkeys were walking. I'm like hell yeah, I knew it. 
And I think to myself, I'm like, this turkey's going to be dead by 6 a.m. And so if you're listening to this, that was mistake number one, okay? Thinking that uh, <laughs> thinking it's over before I've even seen this damn turkey. So I'm sitting there, and I, it, I, I, I put the call down. He knows I'm here. I just need him to step out, see that decoy. And so I'm, you know, the off to my left is, is you know, it's a ridge. It's a slight slope down. There's this little bench, little flat spot. Little flat spot's about 70 yards from me. And look at my phone. It's 5.57. Seven minutes have gone by since I heard this turkey gobble. And I see him. I see him off at the top of the field. And I'm like, oh, he's for sure going to be dead by 6 a.m. Three minutes. This turkey's 70 yards from me. It's in full strut. Calls on the ground. I don't need it at this point, right? Got a decoy out. He can see the decoy. I know he can. And he's in full strut, and he's just standing there. He's not gobbling. He's feeding. Drops his tail feathers, feeds. And he looks, and then he just stands there. And he looks at this damn decoy, and he doesn't move. And he goes to full strut, turns to the side, drops his feathers down. Looks at the decoy, goes to full strut, drops his feathers down. And he does this for... What felt like three hours. And in my mind, I'm watching this turkey and I can see his bright, beautiful white head. And I don't dare move because the gun that I have, it's a Browning A5. It's, it's a, the, the barrel's a little long. It's it's behind the brush. It's not out. I don't want to, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of him seeing me. Um, but it, so I, I didn't move. And at the time, I wasn't I wasn't nervous. I wasn't shaking. I was really calm. I was focused, just waiting for this. And, I'm, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, and, and if he takes one step, he's going to take the rest of them. I need him to take one step towards me, and he will take the rest of those steps. He will come to my decoy, and I'm going to kill this turkey. At this point, he's going to be dead by six, you know, five after six. So uh, I don't know how long it was, but he he finally he finally works off, and he goes directly back into the woods to where. Uh, to where he came from, came out of, and I'm, I'm not going to move, because uh, he's close, you know. Um, and I'm thinking he's okay, so he, he's going to he's going to work down. So I sit there. I, I don't I don't call. I don't I don't even have my call. It's just sitting in my lap, and I finally hear scratching in the leaves right behind me, and I've got really good cover, so I can't I can't swing at all. I can turn and I can see, but I can't move. I know it's. I, I know this turkey is there, and I I can see like I can never see his head or his beard, but I see his body and I can see him moving. And at one point, guys, he gets so close to me and he's scratching that I've got my head kicked all the way to the left, and I can see him. I can see his tail. I this, this turkey's tail. Was he was just on the side of the tree that I could have reached out and leaned over and grabbed that sucker right by the tail fan. And I think to myself, I'm like, if this turkey gobbles, I'm gonna pass out. Like I'm gonna come unstrapped. I'm gonna lose my mind. And as soon as I thought that, I started to shake. And I'm like, oh God, here we go. Buckle up, kids. So I put my shotgun down on my knee and I'm like, oh, this turkey's gonna see me. Like he I, I I'm 
trying to regulate my breathing. I mean, this turkey is within arm's reach of me. And I'm thinking that he's going to walk out and he's going to walk right next to me and he's going to walk out to this decoy and I'm going to kill this turkey at 620 uh, from five feet. And I am shaking uncontrollably. And I'm thinking to myself, please, for the love of God, do not gobble at me because I'm not going to be able to take that. And he, he kind of works behind me. He's directly behind me and scratches. Then he lets off a gobble. And I I couldn't breathe. I couldn't see straight. My entire body was shaking so bad, so uncontrollably bad, that I had to close my eyes. And I've not felt this. And this is why I turkey hunt. And, and, and for, for a seasoned hunter that's been through this, he'd probably be like, God, God, this guy sucks. But to have a turkey that close i mean we're talking 10 feet directly behind me and gobble in my direction i can't tell you like the sound it was like robotic i could feel it i could hear him drumming i could hear him spitting i could see the leaves moving from his i mean i loved every minute of it and i i had to close my eyes i had my gun resting I closed my eyes, had to breathe deep. Don't mess this up, dummy. You're going to be all right. And this turkey finally moves off to my right. He, and, and I know what he's doing. So he's just, he's, he's, he's smart. This is a smart turkey, apparently. Comes up to the edge, and, and, and he's just, I, can, I, I know that he's looking. I had really good cover to my right, so I couldn't really see him once he started to work down the ridge. And, and then I finally see hens in the field. I'm like, oh come up here girls so i call and they don't care anything you know, they, they, you know they're nesting and and uh so this tur- so long story short this turkey works out it goes all the way around and and so i give him i give him some time and i i get up and i actually i can see him on you know four four to six hundred yards away bottom of this this beautiful old old sheep pasture and so i give him some time he works in and i go out and i and, and i get into an area that that i think is that i can get in front of him safely and i move i move real slow this is this is a slow process so when you're moving on turkeys uh you've you've watched them they don't move slow they're very deliberate in their movements uh a lot of the time and so so i take my time i get out i go really really far out of my way i'm calling just to see if there's anything else close because i had seen two turkeys and i call and i and i get into an area i'm like okay this turkey is gonna is gonna come in he's, he's like he's gonna come this way i know there's like there's some hens in the area they're probably nesting the habitat's right the the terrain is right it's really thick like it just makes kind of like a natural quarter i can really see like this turkey come through here uh so during this time i get this stupid doe that wouldn't leave me alone man it kept coming up to me trying to figure out what the hell i was she was pissing me off but i, I would hear walking and i would look and this doe is just like walking towards me just to check me out i finally get her to, to freaking go away and so I, I sit up. I thought I heard a gobble. Like the wind really started to pick up, so it was hard to hear. So I sit down for over 90 minutes. I sit in the same spot. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna. this turkey's going to be here. And in New York, you you can only hunt until noon. And so and you got to be out of the woods by noon. So I, I at this point, like I'm pretty dejected. This is my last, this is my last hunt of the year. I know that there are a few more days, but I've got to get home. I just know that this is it. So, you know, I, I just start reflecting on the day, just thinking about it, like what I could have done differently. And I'm just sitting there. I don't hear anything and no gobbles. And so I'm like, you know what? It's time to head back to Ohio. I stand up, grab my shotgun and 
I, I pull out my phone to look at on X and I, I'm, I'm, my, my shotgun is, is laying up against the, against the tree and I'm, I'm looking at my phone. I want to see how I can get out of here. I want to see if there's any other like areas terrain on the map that I didn't see that might be good or maybe some open fields or whatever it is. I'm just looking for like a last ditch hope. Right. And when I hear that stupid deer walking up again, I look up guns in the tree phones in the hand all i do is i just i like i just look like like, lift my head up i'm doing it now like you guys can see it. i lift my head up i'm looking out to see this stupid deer and that damn turkey was standing i don't know 45 50 feet from me came on a dead run from that pasture dead run and as soon as as soon as he popped through those wood line that wood line came up over this little rise and saw me standing there on on X. Boom, gone. And I stood there looking at that turkey run away and looked at my gun, looked at my phone. I'm like, you know what? I'm going home. I've had enough. Hopefully you're still listening to this because I thought, I mean, at this point in this, in this hunt, you talk about total, like, I was so upset I couldn't even be mad. And, you know, it's in, in, in it's okay that the turkeys win, right? It's okay that they that they that they beat you. This you know, I had gone back and forth, had a great time, had a really good hunt. Um I mean, we're talking like from the time that I stood up to the time that, that turkey ran into the woods, fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. I stood up off the tree that I was on, set my gun up, pulled my phone out. 15 seconds and that's the difference like i i would like that turkey came in he it would have been just a straight on shot 30 yards you know but you know never know i might have missed who knows right but the fact that like i I was so upset that i wasn't even mad that i just threw up the white towel i laughed i laughed out loud there's no one in the woods i walk out I'm, i'm walking back to my to my truck and i'm calling and i sit down on one of those sheep fence stone fences whatever the heck they're called and man i just sat there and i was like oh, what a day so i call a couple of my coworkers. one of them lives in in, in new york one of them lives in in, um, in pennsylvania and I, I tell them the story and so the very last day of the season i'm thinking i said man i really hope that one of those guys can get out there and shoot that turkey they both had tags left old scott got it done Shot him, got him, got him, got that turkey. So none of that, none of that uh, smart, smart genius going on. They were able to put the put the wood down on that turkey. They told me that they heard a ton of turkeys that day out on that piece of property. A ton, uh, you know, just on the last day, a ton of gobbling, a ton of activity. You felt like it was an early spring morning. That's pretty cool. So, you know, that was one of those moments that I don't think that I did anything wrong as a turkey hunter i just kind of ran out of i i i I just ran out of patience i let myself get in my own head you know i had i saw an hour of time i was it was a really easy walk back to the truck i you know i could have i could have covered this you know mile mile and a half maybe pretty quick but i was just so annoyed by the high wind i was annoyed by this deer i was a you know I, I, you know, at the end of the year, 
I was just kind of wore out. And man, I just, I don't know. I, I, I just gave up and said, you know, I just got in my own head. How do we get out of here? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. And it's 15 seconds. And that, that's like the last cast, right? Like, oh, no, I'm going to take the last cast, the last cast. Uh, and, then, and then you finally catch a fish. And, and, and your last cast took, you know, 90 minutes. Um, I just, I didn't have that last cast mentality. I didn't have that, that just, just wait. Just wait. You've done everything right. You're doing what you're supposed to do. I, you know, I wasn't pushing these turkeys. I was very, you know, cerebral in my movements. Calling was good. Calling uh, sequences were good. Number calling were good. So it was. It was really. It, it was one of those like when I when I'm walking out, I'm like, man, I don't know what I could have done different. And and sometimes I think that. You know, Tom Kelly, uh, and and a, and a lot of guys, you know, old school turkey hunters, they'll tell you like, it, the wild turkey has an amazing ability to make you look like a complete fool, and that's what this that's what this was. This was this was an animal who knew from the moment that he woke up that morning that that something wasn't quite right about man he didn't know he didn't know. he's an animal right we give we give animals too much credit and then sometimes we give them you know we don't give them enough credit but this turkey the fact that he stood in that field and he watched that decoy it was just like you come to me and you know we, we've talked about this biology is the turkey the male gobbles the hen comes to them and that's what he did and she didn't move and he felt something was wrong didn't like it and he didn't die by me, but they, you know, and who knows if it was the same turkey that uh, that my friend Scott got on. I hope it is, because uh, that sucker, <laughs> what a turkey! So I hope that 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 you've got some some moments from your turkey season that you can think about. That you can say, okay, you know what? This is this is what this is how it happened, and and think honestly. Okay, did did you were you too aggressive? Was your calling sequences too, too aggressive? Were they, were they too short? Did you, um, you know, did you get up and move before you, you know, when when you should sit? Did you was it a lack of patience? Was it a lack of mental fortitude? Burn the boats, right? We've talked about this. I didn't burn my damn boat. I could have had a turkey. I could have put a cap on the best turkey season I've had with with a turkey on my final hunt of the year. Uh, but there's always next year, right? So there's a there's a lot of things that that right now and as I'm recording this it's uh, right around the middle of July we're going to be going every other weekend or every other week here uh, on the How to Hunt Turkeys podcast uh, but there, there's a lot of things that you can do right now that you can just 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 thoughts okay just thoughts think about it talk about it with experienced turkey hunters hey this is the scenario what do you what do you think I could do and and most turkey hunters say, oh, well you know it depends it, but. The more you talk about your failures, learn from your mistakes, learn from your failures, the better you're going to be prepared the next time you face a similar situation. It depends. Well, that's where you get that. De- that It depends. That comes from experience. And you can't teach experience. You can't rush experience. So take this. If this was your first year, second year of turkey hunting, take this time. While you're shooting your bow or catfishing or whatever it is, maybe you're not doing anything outdoors. Maybe you're just hanging out, listening to this podcast as you drive to work. Take the time to say, okay, what could I have done different to to get this turkey in, into closer range? Uh, if you did shoot and miss, well, what, where, where did I go wrong? Was the gun, did I not pattern in right? 
And we're going to have a really good talk about patterning shotguns here uh, uh, during this this summer season. We're going to have uh, some 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 cool gear talk coming up. So keep that in mind. Keep keep an eye out for this. But just just take the time to focus on you know what you can do better and what you can learn from from the low points from the mistakes from the uh the problems thorns that you had this year so keep that keep that in mind did did your gear fail were the boots uncomfortable were you uncomfortable in the woods do you need a different seat do you need a vest that that has more cushion do you need a vest that has more storage did you have a call break did you have a shotgun malfunction like all of these things if it all worked perfectly and you still didn't kill a turkey well was it was it time in the woods do you need to put more effort we talked about this do you need to put more effort into scouting on the front end so that you know that you're in the turkeys when you get the time to come in do you need to take some of your hunting time and turn it into scouting time so that you're more efficient when you're in the woods lots of things go over them in your head talk about them with friends you can get on go wild ask those questions uh read some books ray i has a wonderful book about turkey hunting uh, that you can get i think it's called ion hunting i believe that might actually be his radio show uh, but just search ray i turkey hunting bible that's what it is i can see it on my shelf it's a great book check that out there's a ton of information out there so just because people's minds are on deer doesn't mean that you can't think about turkey season coming up so thanks for listening to this program thanks for all of the support to those of you that reached out to me on instagram or go wild to tell me that you harvested your first turkey this year happy for you thank you so much i'm glad that i could be a part of your successful season in some way if you're still working on it burn the boats keep grinding i'm here to help you become a better turkey hunter turkeyseason.com there's a ton of information on there already there's more of it coming your way you're really going to enjoy what we got going on there so thank you for all uh, of the support appreciate each and every one of you check us out h2ht podcast on instagram you can find me paul campbell 322 on instagram as well <laughs>